do us some theme music really quick. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Welcome to the Out Loud and Awkward podcast where <clears throat> one grown man sits in his own basement and talks about everything that he loves. I am your host, Richard, and I have no guest. I have no guests this week. I am by myself. Very sad. Uh, another thing that I want to bring up is that this week's episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter than what most of the past ones have been. I don't really have like a strict uh, topic this week. Um, I keep breathing very heavily into the mic, and I'm sorry. Uh, so for this week, it's mainly just going to be me talking about everything that I've watched and read uh, for the past two weeks really and most of them are stuff that I want to get pretty deep into and talk a little bit I know there will probably be a lot more because at last of us is one of the things that I wanted to talk about so I'll probably get pretty deep into that as well um but <coughs> the first thing that I watched or that I've been reading actually recently is the walking dead comic which is uh a comic series that was started, I think, with, I think it's Image Comics is the studio that they went through. And it was started back in 2003. Yeah, 2003. I don't know why I was saying it like that. Um, by Robert Kirkman, who also did the comic series of Invincible. And I don't know if you've seen that show on uh, Amazon Prime, but it is pretty good as well i haven't read that comic yet but um the walking dead series was a tv show that i had watched a while like up into spoiler if you haven't ever watched the walking dead which it's been out for a while now but i watched up to i think season five six maybe it was when uh this is a spoiler when glenn died Um, but I got about that far and then I kind of fell off and I didn't really care about it too much. Um, but I've been reading through it. It has like 193 chapters. And I think as of right now, I'm on like chapter 45, something like that. And I've really actually been enjoying reading, uh, this comic series. It's really interesting and it's not, it is similar in how certain things play like sometimes through the show but it is very different the pacing feels better in the comic than it did the show obviously the show has to fill time and fill space um, and kind of move things around to better support people watching than reading Um, but I will say I've been enjoying it more than the TV series like it's really good read and I think if you get a chance to read the walking dead comics i highly think that you should um it was ran from october 2003 to about july 2019 and obviously it had its own tv series that kind of span off from it with you know the walking dead itself but then you have the fear of the walking dead which came out i think 2015 and then you have the walking dead world beyond and i'm I've seen parts of the Fear of the Walking Dead series, but not a lot. And like I said, I've watched a little bit of The Walking Dead, but the World Beyond, I, I don't think I ever really saw that. And I know that they have like a t- uh, movie series with Rick Grimes coming out eventually, but 
I'm kind of interested to see where the comic book takes the ending versus where the TV show, from what I understand, ended it ended things with certain characters. Um, I mean, already like characters have went out totally different in the comic than what they really did the show. Some, not all. Um, so it's really interesting to see a different take, and I actually kind of enjoy it a little bit more than what the TV show kind of provided. I think the TV show did a good job, but it just it wasn't my favorite. And I think characters were played really well on the TV show. I just kind of enjoy what the comic series is doing so far, uh, in my honest opinion. Uh, the next thing that I wanted to talk about was... I didn't talk, bring it up the last uh, episode, and I really should have, and I totally forgot. But I want to talk about the Attack on Titan Part 3, Part 1. So if you are not caught up on Attack on Titan, please feel free to skip forward a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to go in too in-depth with it, but <clears throat> it was very interesting. Um, I will say Attack on Titan, though it is a good show, and I like what it does and what it has, it is not my favorite uh, anime. And I know a lot of people have very strong feelings about Attack on Titan and what it is and what it does. But to me, it's it doesn't really do it for me like most other animes have. My favorite anime is Code Geass. And I think this show does, especially where it's going, it, it, what I feel like it's going, um, it does a lot what Code Geass kind of did. <clears throat> Um, so I'm kind of interested to see where it ends off. I will say the animation looks phenomenal for Attack on Titan. I really like the way that it looks and the character development is insane. And overall, I do enjoy the story. It's just not one of my favorite stories that I've read and watched in anime or manga. And I have no problems with it. It's just... It's not my cup of tea, and I've, I've made it this far into it, and so I'm like, well, I might as well just go ahead and keep watching and <clears throat> not really give up on it. It's it's good, don't get me wrong. It has really good um, moments in it that really pull at you, and the characters are what really drive me to want to continue to watching it. Um, the story overall kind of mad to me, but the characters are kind of what drive me to want to stay, and... With Attack on Titan Part 3, Part 1, which I don't know why they did this. Uh, why they didn't just call it Part 2, Part 3 instead of Part 3, Part 1, considering there's going to be another. It's just weird how they did this whole last bit of this show, or manga. <clears throat> and um, But what it did, and just like, you're seeing like Aaron Yeager, and he's finally taking out the these people who have been oppressing like their island for years and attacking them and trying to hold them down and seeing Aaron like finally go out and like do something about it and in my idea or in my eyes the way I see it going is one Aaron has already succeeded in his plan of taking out these people either he takes out everybody not on his island <clears throat> Everybody who is not Eldian, he takes pretty much all of them out, and he's he does exactly what he planned. That, or he takes most of them out, and then his group of friends who don't agree with him, who are some of the coolest characters in the show, they come and they take him out, 
and then they look like the heroes to everyone else's eyes and they kind of decide to stay away from them they agree that like these people did the thing that we couldn't do and they stopped Aaron Yeager from killing the entire world and um it's just really interesting and I enjoy what it it's doing and like I said that's very similar to what Code Geass did in terms of how Lelouch um kind of takes out Britannia and then becomes this weird evil dictator just for his friend almost said Rolo but Rolo was his brother quote unquote brother um but had his friend come and take him out for the glory of Japan to make Japan not look like the evil that Lelouch was basically making it looking and it's just really cool and I love Code Geass and that's how I feel like Attack on Titan might end up ending I don't know if it will exactly but I guess we'll have to wait and see see kind of what the show's gonna do from this point forward Uh, the next little bit that I wanted to talk about was another thing that I read which was I don't don't know if a lot of you guys have read these or watched any of this uh, series but it's Jojo Part 9 Jojo Lands um, it's one that it, it it's pretty interesting how it's going and where it's gonna kind of take everything. A lot of JoJo kind of follows the same pattern in a way, which I still enjoy. Regardless, I just enjoy seeing all the different kind of stands and everything. Um, but chapter two came out earlier this month, and a new chapter is gonna come out about in April. Um, <clears throat> but this uh newest chapter was a bit slower in pace than the previous one and it kind of brings up some interesting tidbits and surely that can will be developed on I think in later chapters but it starts out with like Joe Dio who is the main character of the new Jojo lands and he's uh conducting like a drug a drug trade with like this college girl and the thing I love about it was that <clears throat> it's if you've ever watched Breaking Bad it was very much Breaking Bad-esque when um the cop pulls up to Badger on the park bench and Badger's gonna sell or is trying to sell drugs and the cop's like hey if I'm a cop I have to legally tell you that I'm a cop. I can't lie to you. I'm a cop. Like a lot, cops don't lie. I can't lie to you and say I'm not a cop when I am. And <clears throat> that's kind of what happens at the start of this is that this person or girl walks up to Joe Dio and is like, "I'm not a cop. I just want to buy some drugs. Like just let me buy some, my guy." And she's like, "If I'm a cop, I have to tell you that I am one. Like that's how it works." And eventually, like, a bunch of stuff, like, goes down, and they get out of it, and it's just kind of crazy, and then it jumps forward a little bit from what I remember. It's been a minute since I kind of read this chapter, Uh, but it jumps after that, and we get to the airport where they're on the biggest island in Hawaii, I think, and they're going to find this millionaire this this guy who's visiting that has this very rare item that they're going to look for and they are planning to sneak into his house while he 
or they, we don't know if it's a he or she at that point, um, is out on his balcony getting like a suntan kind of going on situation. And then <clears throat> they're going to go in and steal the item that they need to take. <clears throat> well, lo and behold, like all this stuff happens. We see some different stand abilities from like some new characters, which are pretty interesting. Um, but then we, we jump into near the end of the chapter. We kind of jump into the like, uh, facility where the house, the mansion that this guy is staying in. And, uh, lo and behold, it's the, it's pretty much a personification of, um, Anarchy, or I can't, I can never pronounce the actual uh, author's name <clears throat> for JoJo. I can always mess it up, anyways. But it's Rohan Kashibi is the character who is from like an older uh, part in JoJo. Of course, this is like a different timeline now. But uh, Rohan is the uh, millionaire big guy another one to still design him from and I thought that was so interesting that we see him and I'm curious if his because he had a stand in part four <clears throat> as well which was called um was it made in heaven or heaven's door I can't remember what his stand was um but I'm curious if he's gonna have the same kind of stand or if there he's gonna change up his stand ability or how they're going to really play that out and what they're going to do with that there. But it's very interesting to see. And I know like a lot of this is going to be played off in the next chapter. And we're going to see a lot of, I think, fighting kind of going on. Uh, that's the one thing I love about JoJo is like the fights between stands are so unique to me. Because obviously everybody's stand is different. And so like there was one in part seven that... He could only attack, you, attack if he was right above you, but he would like attack you with bad luck. Um, but he could only attack from above. And you couldn't escape his like box that he kind of had you in. And so it was hard to get out and to get to above him so you could stop him from attacking you. And so it was kind of... It's, JoJo's have already done a good job on like the fight scenes and what kind of goes on in them. Um, but they, they do kind of fall into a same, samey kind of pattern, I guess you could say, where a lot of the JoJo parts are kind of samey. I still enjoy them so much just because the stands and the characters are always fun to see. So, uh, the next thing that I wanted to kind of get into for this, you know, short episode, uh, I want to talk about the, uh, new Black Clover chapter, chapter 355. So if you're not caught up, feel free to skip ahead. Um, probably about 10, 15 minutes until I get to the next thing. Um, probably not 10, 15 minutes, probably about five actually. Um, <clears throat> but here come the spoilers. So, um, but this new black clover chapter, oh my goodness, it was so good. I know a lot of people have kind of mixed feelings about black clover and what it, the series has done over its course. Um, but this was one of the craziest chapters thus far. And, and, and I mean, they've all been pretty crazy here recently. Um, but it, it we we jump back from the you know, the Sun Kingdom that Asta has been in training and learning new moves and new skills. But in the last chapter, it brought back uh, Lucius back into the game. Um, and... 
this chapter kind of starts with you see him just I don't it's so insane like because you see him rise basically and ready to take out pretty much all of the Clover Kingdom and he's already pretty much taken Jack out of the equation Jack the Ripper and is about to move on to pretty much everyone else and is about to just wreck everyone um <clears throat> and then you know the the chapter starts where the last one pretty much left off with Jack you know being injured with a hole in his stomach and everything and Yami is like worried as heck about him um we see William which is one of the wizard uh heads uh go and try to attack Lucius uh and he says because Julius because it's because of Julius that what he is today it's because of Julius made him kind of who William is today that he's going to stop Lucius no matter what it takes uh, Lucius is just kind of like uh, he's not his opponent and then uh, we see William's body starting to rot as soon as he touches the time magic spell and it's just insane how fast everything kind of happens and then in the last chapter we kind of see some flying objects at the end and this chapter uh, reveals that they were angel looking creatures with no legs and halos on their head and they are just radiating this uh, magic light um, <clears throat> and a lot of the people in the wizard kingdom just like random people are just like screaming and yelling saying that they're too strong uh, their magic is strong and there's no way for anybody to be able to stop them. Um, and then we see the angels just uh, like preparing for this full-on attack of pretty much what seemed to be light, but then it was just stopped using star magic. And lo and behold, everybody's favorite pretty much Sasuke ripoff, who I think is so much better than Sasuke, honestly, shows up, and it's you know. And <clears throat> he stops it. But the power that Yuno is putting off is so powerful that people are able to see these stars during the daytime. And Yami is also very shocked at this and like witnessing and seeing Yuno's potential like right in front of him. And just is wondering, he has become the strongest in the past year, like over a course of a few months. And Williams is so impressed, like, William, who is his commander, is so impressed um, and appreciates him by saying that he is the captain now of the Golden Dawn, that William is not, that Yuno has surpassed William in everything he can. I mean, uh, Yuno looks at uh, Lucius and tells him that he will never forgive him, that he will defeat him, that not because he can't forget him, but because he's the man who will become the Wizard King. And hearing Yuno's words, Lucius just says, I will destroy you. And you're just mind blown. And that's where the chapter ends. And I don't know, I can't remember if there was a break or not, but it's just insane how fast all everything's going down and then I'm honestly shocked and I'm scared to see what's going to happen and I think a lot of people are going to die and 
I'm honestly terrified who's going to go out and when Asta's going to show back up and when he's going to stop all of this from pretty much going down. So it's really exciting to see everything that's going to happen and what all is going to take place, though. And the next thing I wanted to talk about was the new One Piece chapter 1079. Now, if you're not caught up, which I know a lot of people are not, please, please, please feel free to go ahead and skip ahead, not to be spoiled by any of this. Um, But this chapter was also really crazy. We got two back-to-back fire chapters from both Black Clover and One Piece, and it's insane. Um, but it, it was a shocking chapter for like us fans to see. And honestly, Oda didn't take us too many places, pretty much like it normally does. It normally focuses on one chapter. Um, but it focuses on like the two ongoing events, uh, which is one, um, uh, it focuses on giving the satellites of Vegapunk, uh, who were recently revealed, uh, the traitor to be York which was honestly insane. Uh, And then the other half of the chapter pretty much focuses uh, on a clash in the new world between uh, the Red Hair Pirates, Shanks, and the Three Billion Barry Worst Generation of the Kid Pirate, Eustace Kid. Um, And to be totally honest, as a fan, I did not expect what was coming out of this chapter. Uh, And it was truly momentous and it's going to go down as one of the better ones uh, <laughs> in one piece um but it, it, the chapter does start on egghead island which i mean most of us kind of expected um but it just kind of goes over i think it pulls back to york's tr- plan and like how she plans to pull off all of this stuff and why she's doing it um and she explains to the seraphims uh, that she is going to be targeted by the government as well as everyone else, but she wants to stay alive. Um, she decides to go. She would, ki- or sorry, she decides that she would kill. I have notes. She decides that she would kill every single Vegapunk body along with every living soul on the island, with the exception of the Stella herself and herself. Uh, these orders were given to all of the Seraphim, which was like S-Bear, S-Hawk, S-Shark, and S-Snake. Um, then yours tells S-Snake to basically turn her to stone in front of everybody. And that's her perfect alibi right there. And soon after, all the Seraphim are sent out on their mission. And of course, as fans, we already know pretty much how everything has taken place up to that point with how the seraphim have attacked everybody and then just before it pulls out of you know vigipunk egghead island we see a ship pulling up towards egghead island and it's not other than the yonko blackbeard himself uh on his way to show up in the new world and so it's going to be very interesting to see what kind of happens with all of that and so it's obviously going to be a pretty big fight coming up. Uh, and then uh, the, the chapter takes a turn and we go back to Elbath Island or Elbath in the New World. Then um, this was one of the bigger, this is the biggest part of the chapter, honestly. Uh, Kid, 
who we last saw approaching the mainland, prepared a powerful railgun technique called the Damned Punk, uh, and he aimed it at the nine allied ships of the Red Hair Shanks. Um, and then Shanks used his observation hockey to sense kids' killing intent. Uh, he then showcased his ability to see the future and saw that all of his allies' ships destroyed and his allies dead. And then, of course, Shanks, he couldn't, he couldn't allow this, so he sprung, or like he went and to action, immediately leaving the island and shocked Kid with his sudden appearance. And the overwhelming uh, Supreme King hockey that uh shanks has was too overwhelming for most of the kid pirates and it pretty much took most of them out and then it was just mortifying he destroyed the kid pirates and with him taking most of them out he used his his technique which is very similar to his previous captain divine parcher um and pretty much took out the kid pirates and kid himself uh, and then you had Dory and Broggy, who we see really early on in One Piece. They continued the assault and destroyed Kid's ship, the Victorian punk. And it, they all sunk to the bottom of the ocean. And it was made clear by Oda himself. And he says, on this day in the New World, the Kid Pirates were completely eradicated by one man red-haired shanks and that is insane because that just shows how strong shanks is going to be and how much of a threat he's going to be later on and he will do and it's going to be interesting because obviously kid had killing intent to destroy everybody around him but what's going to stop him like once luffy comes around like is shanks just going to let him walk up and do whatever he wants or how is shanks going to handle Luffy, and Luffy doesn't really ever have killing intent. Ken, Kid normally had killing intent for most of the time because he destroyed, he came from, I think, the South Blue or East Blue, and he's he's done a lot of damage over there already. So it's very interesting to see where the next couple chapters, we do have like a two-week break, or a, maybe one-week break, which is super sad, and I hate it, but <clears throat> Oda has to have time to cook. You gotta let him cook, man. That's what you gotta do. Um, but you know, amazing chapter and I'm super excited to see what's going to happen over the next couple of chapters, honestly, especially with Blackbeard going to Egghead. And then the last thing that I wanted to kind of talk about <clears throat> is, of course, you know, The Last of Us. You got to leave it for the last thing. Uh, but I'm going to talk about the HBO series, The Last of Us, and just... It, honestly, my opinions of the show as an overall um, TV show, and I'm going to go ahead and say that the video game was one of my favorites, especially part one. I didn't like part two as much, but part one, phenomenal, and it was an amazing game with a really good story. The ending felt a little weird to me, and the ending was pretty much beat for beat from the video game and the TV show as well, but the video game always felt, the ending felt weird because of how like the medical doctors were going to take care of getting the cure from Ellie and it just felt weird and people have had these arguments forever and I'm not going to go into it or anything like that but um, obviously it shows Joel and Ellie 
Joel, played by the amazing Pedro Pascal, who I love. And then Ellie, played by Bella Ramsey, who's also from Game of Thrones and a couple of other things that I'm not really sure of, but I know she's in a couple of different things that I've heard were pretty good. Um, But it shows them... <clears throat> but the story pretty much follows Joel and Ellie, and it's they're two people who are going through the world, this harsh world that they live in. Um, they're surrounded by this post-apocalyptic outbreak, this uh, fungal infection, have you, that's going around the world and affecting all these people, and it's just, it's actually insane to see like all this happening and I watched this with my wife and she was she was anxious the whole time because obviously there's kids in this and you know the kids are getting killed and she's not having a good time with that and it's just it was very rough to watch and like just to see it and I played it I played it many times I played it like three or four times so far and it was I will say this is one of the most faithful adaptations from a video game that I've really seen some things obviously were slower. Some episodes were slower than others. And I think that's because they had to try to tie in so many different things from the video game. Now, they didn't do like video game moments, kind of like what most adaptations tend to do, where they try to bearing in some weird uh, video game thing that happened. Um, so I'm glad they didn't really do all that. They did every once in a while, like the back them taking their backpack off and shuffling through it, kind of like how the video game does. So I enjoyed seeing some of that stuff. And but overall, it was pretty much beat for beat how the video game plays, but for TV and audiences who can sit there and watch it will really enjoy it. Who don't want to sit down and play a video game. I think they would really enjoy what this show did and just how it played out. And it's super enjoyable to watch and super emotional. And you get really connected with almost every character that you kind of meet. Some more than others, obviously. Um, But it's super good. And I'm excited to see where the second season goes because I think that they're going to pretty much adapt uh, Last of Us Part 2 for a second season. So that's going to be really interesting, especially as I've played through part two, so I know pretty much what happens throughout it. So it's it's going to be way worse than what this first season was. So it's, it's kind of scary to think about and what's going to happen for that. Um, I'm not going to give any spoilers for The Last of Us because it is something that's, you know, a lot of people haven't had a chance to kind of catch up on or wanted to watch. So I would definitely, if you get a chance to watch it, please, please give it a, give it a shot. I really enjoy it. I think it's a really good show. And, you know, Pedro Pascal blew it out of the water with Joel. Bella Ramsey blew it out of the water with Ellie. I think they both fit those characters perfectly and what they did. And I think it's a really good show for most people to watch and to get into if you have nothing else. So, yeah. Um, That's pretty much really all I've had been watching and everything obviously there's a couple of other stuff but I really just wanted to talk about those things because they were just really on my mind and I was like "Ah, I really want to talk to you guys about these things and I had like no other real big topic of conversation so I figured I would just go into detail about things that I've kind of watched and read more than what I have in the past so uh, I hope you all did enjoy if you have any thoughts on any of the things that I brought up that I didn't really mention please feel free to email me at outloud awkward 
pod at gmail.com. I had to remember what it was. And follow me on my socials. I normally post when I'm recording or when an upload's about to come out, uh, things like that. So please check those out if you would like to. Uh, I really enjoy seeing the followers and uh, the likes and everything from you guys. Uh, make sure you check out my Twitch and YouTube channel. That's where I normally play gameplays, uh, pretty much like The Last of Us, um, on those. So if you want to see me, see my face, not just hear my voice, but see my face, please make sure you check those out. But I will see you or talk to you all in the next episode. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Peace out.